0: Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. Now we move to an ongoing issue we hear about whenever a big company gets into financial trouble. Pensioners who have no ability to top up their income are among the first to get hurt. Most recently, this happened with Sears. CARP is intent on doing something about it. So right now, I welcome to the studio Wanda Morris, VP Advocacy of CARP, and Michael Powell, a pensioner from GM. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Okay. So, uh, Michael, uh, first of all, what's your situation? You're a pensioner from GM.
2: Right. We, We have not been impacted. General Motors is still operating, so we're still getting our full pension. However, we see the risk involved with other companies like Indelex, like Nortel, like Sears. So we've been advocating quite strongly over the past several years to increase pension security at a federal level, to put pensioners first when it comes to divvying up the assets of a distressed company.
1: Okay, Wanda, uh, what are you going to do about it? Uh, Well, we've actually launched a campaign
3: to put pensioners first, uh, because right now it's really unconscionable when a company gets into trouble, when they have a a bankruptcy or insolvency, the the bankers get paid, the other secured creditors get paid, pensioners are at the back of the line, and often there's just no money left to go around. Uh, So at uh, carp.ca slash pensioners, we've launched a, a pension campaign, and we're asking everyone to sign our petition to let the federal government know that the Pensioners need to be at the front of the line. Uh, They are the the last people that should be impacted by a company uh, going uh, belly up or going into a restructuring or insolvency.
1: Pensioners should be at the front. Okay. Um, Can you give us some history? How did it come to be that pensioners are at the back of the line? In, In other words, they're considered to be unsecured creditors.
3: So what happens, we're talking about something called a defined benefit pension plan, where uh, a company says you uh, will pay you, you know, less than full salary right now. And in exchange, when you retire, we'll pay you an amount every month for the rest of your life. Uh, so that amount. Those, is, by the way, are going the way of the dodo
1: bird. They are. <laughs> yeah. but,
3: but there are over 1.2 million uh, def- uh pensioners or or people working with a defined plan right now. So we're still talking about a substantial number of individuals. Uh, So what happens is, is the company then makes an estimate and says, well, if we've got to make that payment over those years, we think we need to fund um, X dollars. And often the estimates that they make are low. So that when it comes to actually paying out the pensioners, there's a big chunk of an unfunded pension liability. And it's that unfunded amount, which could be 10, 20, 30, even 40% of the total amount owing to pensioners uh, that pensioners really have to fight for. What happens is that that banks, uh, mortgage holders, other creditors are given priority when it comes to divvying up the assets. And there's nothing left when it comes for pensioners. So, CARP is asking for, for federal changes so that pensioners are specifically given what's called super priority and put at the very front of the line.
1: Okay, but, you know, the the banks and the other creditors, I mean, they are presumably the ones who have loaned the company money, and they wouldn't loan the company money in, unless they had some surety, some collateral, some some notion that they're going to be paid back. So uh, what would you say to the argument that, you know, business is not going to happen if, if these other people, the pensioners, uh, get priority in a bankruptcy?
3: Pensioners have already earned their money. So there's no question that they should get paid. But when we look at it, um, who has got the most to lose in this situation? You know, a bank has has. All kinds of clients that they deal with. Uh, Companies have, you know, numbers of of organizations they deal with, Uh, and typically, uh, you know, a a creditor, a small business creditor, maybe they are owed for thirty or sixty days worth of services or products. Pensioners are owed for years and decades worth of service. Uh, And if we change the laws, which we absolutely must do, then uh, it's a it's a level playing field. People know what the rules are. Perhaps they, a company, might say, well, to make that investment, I'll need to charge a little bit more interest, or to change my terms, that's fair enough. But there's no way that we should be letting corporations walk away from their obligations
2: to pensioners.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of response have you been getting from your
2: peers, Mike? Well, we've been getting very uh, favorable response. We've been meeting on this issue federally with MPs um, for five, six years. And when we sit down with the MP and explain the situation, virtually all of them say, yeah, you've got a good point. We understand it, and, and they, at least in the room, support it. Whether they'd vote for it in Parliament, I mean, we have to, have to get there. Um, and, and in fact, my organization has met with over 20 MPs um, personally, face-to-face, and we've only actually encountered one MP who wasn't convinced. So it's a compelling argument. It's a very complex and technical argument, um, not something we want to get into at this particular point in time. No. But, um, but when you go through all the steps, again, like uh, the Supreme Court of Canada ruled that pensions are deferred compensation. I don't get a pension check because of what I did this month. I get a pension check because of what I did starting 40 years ago and every year since then. And that goes to the point of when you get into this situation, the, the pensioners are a different kind of creditor. The, the Bankruptcy Insolvency Act and the Company Creditors Arrangement Act, they kind of look at what's currently going on in the business. But there's no credence given to the fact that the pensioners are different. It's not the money we're owed right now. It's the money we earned 30, 40 years ago.
1: Wanda, what kind of response have you been getting from the government? Uh, It seems to me that... their push is all on the quote middle class people paying their quote fair share in taxes and uh, they're not focusing on the older demographics so what response have you been getting? Uh,
3: we have uh, have not had a great response so far but we are, are up, gearing up for a lobby day uh, on October 25th where we're going to go uh, and meet uh, with a number of MPs and really push our case forcefully because I think when you look at for example the Sears situation we we have almost 300 million of unfunded pension liability but Sears over the years has been selling off their assets and paying massive dividends in the last 5 years alone they've paid 500,000 dollars worth of 500 million dollars worth of dividends mostly to their US parent and now the pensioners are being hung up to dry And what that means is that has an impact on you and I, because if these pensioners aren't getting their pensions, then they're turning to government services. They need guaranteed income supplements. They need other support. So why should we have to foot the bill uh, and allow corporations to walk away scot-free?
1: Okay, so basically you're at the beginning of the road. Uh, We're going to take one call from Blake in Willowdale. Hi, Blake. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. I'm a PhD in finance, so I have a few thoughts. First off, um, who are the investors in pension funds who often are the, debtor, the secured creditors? They are fellow workers and other companies. And bondholders give up all say in how a company is run in exchange for being put at the first, first in line for the, for the carcass. And, and that has nothing to do with not funding pension liabilities. That's a totally different issue. And I'm totally in agreement that all, all, punch, all, pensions should be fully funded. But when it comes to bankruptcy, you know, the pension funds are you and I as well. Okay, thanks for your call. I'll let uh, Wanda and Mike uh, respond.
3: Uh, well, when we we look at, uh, at pensioners, what, what we're looking at is individuals who uh, have contributed throughout their their whole lives, and uh, they're they're purchasing assets, uh, the pensions purchasing assets to, to make the the funds um, to enable the funds to pay out over time, uh, and and I think that's a, a really separate argument from from bondholders or others. If we know what the rules are, if we know that pensioners go first, then other uh, businesses can, can contract and price accordingly. But, you know, if, for example, the price of gas went up, uh, we wouldn't suddenly say, oh, well, we refuse to pay that. Or, you know, if, um, you know, costs of, of um, uh, taxes go up, we, we don't have people saying, well, I'm, I'm not going to pay that. So why is it that a, a contract in good faith with pensioners can suddenly be thrown out the window? It's, it's not right and it's not fair. And I would, re-
2: I would emphasize the point that um, the, the bondholders have no say in the running of the company. Neither do the pensioners. Um, and when you get down to it, the bondholders, again, they have options. They can look at the company. They do look at the company. And they look at their options as where they are going to invest their money, how much, for how long, all those kinds of parameters. Pensioners have no choice. I mean, you you, you sign up, you work for the company, and there's a pension, and that pension is, is a commitment made by the company and, in theory, enforced by legislation.
1: Okay, well, we look forward to seeing the course of the campaign. Uh, before we go, Wanda, do you want to tell us again where people can sign the petition and what they can do? Please. We've, we've now broken
3: 10,000 names on the petition. We'd love to double that. Uh, carp.ca slash pensioners. Put
1: pensioners first. Please go to the website and sign up. Okay. Wanda Morris and Mike Powell, thanks so much for joining us.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.